Welcome to There She Rose podcast. My name is Jamie C and I am your host and the CEO and founder of Rising Wolf. Rising Wolf serves the solo female entrepreneur mindset and strategy guidance on how to build confidence on becoming a leader so they can grow guilt-free and scale their dream biz. All right, girl, let's harness that bravery and let your inner wolf rise to its full potential. Hey friend, and welcome back to There She Rose podcast. Guess what? It's almost uh, Christmas. <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, today is Christmas Eve and tomorrow is Christmas Day. And for a lot of us in 2020, Christmas looks a hell of a lot different. Uh, for me personally, things are definitely shifting and changing. There's family that I'm not seeing. Um, but honestly, the feeling of Christmas never really goes away for me. The holidays, I really love it. It's, and there's still so much magic, you know, the Christmas tree, the smell of pine, lights, just driving around and seeing everyone decorating their houses. It's still really magical, even though this year has been really heavy and really challenging and difficult to navigate for a lot of small business owners. And one thing that really, really comes up for a lot of people, and especially small business owners during a pandemic, during the holiday season, especially if you're a parent, is overwhelm. And overwhelm can cloud your judgment. It can cloud clarity inside of your business. It can make you feel like there's a hurricane in your brain, and it can get really, really noisy, really, really, really noisy. And the interesting thing about overwhelm is it can become a state of constant. It can become something that happens and then you feel that way all the time. And then you're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to make a to-do list. <laughs> I'm not making any movement. I'm not making an impact. My kids are loud. Like it's just, you know, you feel like your brain is just so full that you can't think clearly. And I want you to know that it is just a state of being. It is not a permanent fixture. It is not who you will always be. It's a simple state of being. And when you are a small business owner and you want to make an impact in your business and you want to be able to be a present mother and you want to be able to really have balance and definitely be able to come home and not think about all the things that you have to do or all of the things that need to get done or oh, I have to make lunch for my kids or I have to change diapers or there's a tantrum that I have to navigate through, you know, being overwhelmed is not going to allow for you to create balance. It's not going to allow for you to be able to look inwards and really move forward in the way that you want to. And I want to talk today about ways that you can really understand overwhelm and what it is and really some ways to navigate how to get yourself through it. And honestly, I'm going to, I'm just going to be able to be really super transparent with you is that overwhelm just means that your brain is, is full. That's it. It's full of to do's. It's full of worry. It's full of things that I have to get done. It's honestly, probably a lot of things that you don't even need to carry. But when you feel overwhelmed, you just probably say, Oh, I'm just so overwhelmed or, 
Uh, and it can turn into anxiety. It can turn into agitation in your body. It can turn into a lot of different things. And I want you to be able to uh, work your way through that so you don't feel constantly overwhelmed. So first and foremost, it's just a state of being. It's not a permanent uh, thing that you will always feel. And second, let's talk about why your brain is so freaking full. (laughs) An empty brain, honestly, is going to help you make a bigger impact in your business. It's going to help you scale your business and it's definitely going to help you open up your your energy field for more abundance to come into your life because a state of overwhelm means low vibrations and low vibration scientifically means that you're only going to attract to low vibration experiences and more low vibration experiences and more heaviness and more pain and we don't want that for you we don't want that so first thing that i want you to do it's pretty simple when we have a full brain the stories can become very very loud in our head and what I want you to be able to do is just take a minute, go somewhere quiet, even if it's just going outside for a minute, go take a few deep breaths, center yourself just for a second and say, this is temporary. And then I want you to be able to get a notebook and I want you to start just throwing everything that's on in your head on a piece of paper. I say this to all my coaching students all the time. The stories are a lot louder in your head than they are on paper. The to-dos are a lot more, they're a lot bigger in your head. They take up so much more real estate when it's a bigger story because there's so much more emotion attached to it. So when you take those worries and those to-dos and those things I have to get done and write them all on paper, I mean everything, everything that's on your mind, Take 15, 20 minutes, just write and write and write and write. Then guess what? You can look objectively as now an outsider looking at the thoughts on paper. And you know what happens? You realize that maybe a lot of the stuff that you're thinking about or worrying about or the the stuff that's taking up space inside of your your inner environment is actually just shit you probably don't really need to worry about. But... In your brain, there's emotion attached to it. Therefore, your brain is holding on to it and also creates stress hormones, cortisol, which makes you feel even more negative and then which releases all of this. Um, the stress hormones are going to affect your, your inner environment, not just your brain, but your body, how your body functions. And when you start to take all of those ideas, all of those to-dos and all of those worries and all the things that are taking up so much space and you put it on paper, you can now look objectively at it. And then something that I always um, encourage my students to do is to now take a highlighter, take a marker, take your favorite color. And I want you to now like just highlight maybe three to five things that are actually things that are going to advance you into um, making an impact. Things that's actually a priority that need to get done, you know? Maybe it's, oh, I need to go grocery shopping. Like that's that's pretty important, right? Um, maybe you're thinking about um, something that happened from your past, right? So that's a good indicator that that's taking up space and that's something that you don't need to visit at this exact moment, but get the things done that are our priority. Three to five things, that is it. And then cross off the things that you realize are not worth taking up space in your inner environment, okay? From there, now it's important to understand like where... In my life, am I creating more chaos? 
Am I doing it intentionally, unintentionally? So uh, something that I, I recently discovered that I thought was so eye-opening is that there was this woman who had said to me, she said, the soul, the spirit, and the body is an exact replication of your home. So where in your home there's chaos usually means that's an indicator of where that is in your life and in your body. And I thought that was wild because right now, a lot of you know I'm in the process of building a house and um, it's great because, uh, you know, there's four family members that I have and we have one bathroom. Shit gets really crazy when you have one bathroom and four people and a dog in your house. So our new house has more bathrooms. Um, We also have an office, which is going to be great because it's a dedicated space to get work done. It's a Zen space. And right now my office is just a tiny, small, little desk in my bedroom. And it's interesting because I look back and I think, oh, wow, that is a huge indicator because things can pile up and things can, your business can get in the way of your love life and in the way of your relationship and the way of your sleep. And it's a constant reminder that your work is in your Zen space. Your work is in your room. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's such a great way to be able to shift. So what I did is I thought about how can I shift this space to make it more energetically open, more energetically um, clean, and how it doesn't get in the way of my space, my room, you know, where I sleep, where my husband and I connect, where, where can I, where can I make shifts there? And so I minimized everything and I created a very, very minimalistic space that doesn't take up so much. I, I threw away so much stuff. I reorganized and I made it more of a space that's like a good book, um, a cleansing spray, um, my Oracle cards, a beautiful notebook, Um, I put all of my pens and pencils away, put my highlighters away. I have a candle out and then my laptop goes away at the night so I can't see it. So it just becomes a really pretty desk at the end of the day and it doesn't become a workspace. And so for me, that has made such a huge difference because now I realized that there's areas in my home that have been causing me internal overwhelm that I really wasn't consciously aware of. And when we talk about consciously aware of and subconsciously aware of, remember, subconscious is below the conscious level. And the conscious is your conscious, like conscious thoughts are running 5% of your life. Five. That's very small in comparison to what the subconscious is holding on to, which is 95%, right? That's all of your thoughts, your behaviors, your ideas, old traumas, belief systems, stories that we've been told. And guess what? That shit takes up a lot of space, a lot of space. So in when I talk to um, my community, when I talk to even friends and family, because they know this is what I do for a living and they're actually very interested, they're like, well, what's like the first step that I can take? I was like, well, get the shit out of your head. Start writing things down on paper. We don't understand how powerful it is. We don't understand how powerful it is and how big it feels in our head. So once you have those things down, I want you to also know that when you start to worry, worry is also just, it's just a habit. You probably have a habit of worrying and worry leads to more overwhelm. So you're overwhelmed. 
It's a state of being, a temporary state of being. Uh, But if you attach worry and emotion to it, it can become just a state of how you always are, unless you consciously make the choice to choose different. So when you decide, I'm feeling overwhelmed and I'm also probably feeling pretty worried all the time because (laughs) worry is usually (laughs) a secondary response to overwhelm. And when you feel worried, it puts our body into a whole new state. And so I want you to know that worry is just a pattern. It's part of your... um, memorized thought patterns, which is living in the subconscious mind. And there's two parts of your brain. There's the prefrontal cortex, which is your awareness brain. And it's basically your learning center. That's where you learn. That's how you take action. It's it's what's activated when you are learning something new. And then there's like the Frankenstein brain or the robot brain. And, and that's the basal ganglia, which is basically all where you're patterns and habits and basically your autopilot. So sometimes what ends up happening is worry becomes um, in the forefront of our body, in the forefront of our brain, because we are not using our learning brain, our awareness brain, and our brain goes on autopilot. And it's like, well, all right, well, I guess I'll just go right back to this old habit. And then it trickles into another thought and a story spiral, and then back into the overwhelm box. So today, what I want you to do I want you to just take a deep freaking breath. There's a lot going on in the world, right? So protect your space. I've talked about this before in other episodes. Realize where you're taking in energy and where, what you're holding on to, what stories don't belong to you, um, the weight of others that you may be carrying. Worry that you probably don't even need to be worrying about. And the first step is just kind of breathing into awareness, breathing back into your body, breathing back into the space of your inner environment and cleaning out the environment. Because when that inner environment, that overwhelmed brain, that worry brain, guess what? When that starts to slow down, that's your inner environment. That is the most important environment when it comes to creating a new external environment. Because the better you are inside in your inner environment, the external is going to naturally start to evolve to match what your inside feels like. So your brain, if it's overwhelmed, external, your external life is going to look overwhelmed. Your external life is going to look the way your internal environment is. They're going to match over time. Now, what I want you to remember, it's a state of being. You have the choice. Always you have the choice. Okay? Get a beautiful notebook out. Take a deep freaking breath. Put some beautiful meditation music on. Get a quiet space. Maybe when the kids are napping or when they're in bed at night. When you just have five minutes in the morning. Get up early and just write. Just write it down. Get it out of your head. And ask yourself, is this all 100% true? Does all of this deserve to be taking up space in my precious inner environment. Now, one thing before we go. Oftentimes, we are looking to change our external environments, reach new successes, because we think it's going to change how we feel on the inside. It's going to change our inner environment, and that's not true. It may make you feel good temporarily, but if you want the success, the feel-good success, the feel good stuff, the beautiful experiences, 
new car, right? More beautiful experiences. Maybe you want to travel. Maybe you want to get a new house, maybe a new apartment. Maybe you want to get a yurt, whatever that is. It's not going to make you feel better on the inside when you haven't done the inside work. Okay? So work on the small steps that you can control today, which is writing the stories, the worries, the to-dos, everything on paper, and only focusing on the top three to five that are going to serve you and advancing you to the things that are important in your life right now. And that is all I want you to do. Take a deep breath, get the stories out, and then be present. Enjoy the holiday, right? It's not all bad. It can be really beautiful. Enjoy the holiday, my friend. Take a minute for yourself. Hold the people in your family that feel really, really special to you. Take a deep breath in. This moment is temporary. This time in your life is short. It's fleeting. It's not forever. But there's some beauty that can come out of it, and it's our choice to find the beauty. All right, have a beautiful holiday, my friend. And uh, I've put some resources down below for you to check out. And uh, I can't wait to see you next time. Bye-bye.